0: of your enslavement. How it came to be and how you can finally be free. Like all animals, human beings want to dominate and exploit the resources around them. At first we mostly hunted and fished and ate off the land, but then something magical and terrible happened to our minds. We became alone among the animals, afraid of death and of future loss. And this was the start of a great tragedy and an even greater possibility. You see, when we become afraid of death, of injury and imprisonment, we become controllable and so valuable in a way that no other resource could ever be. The greatest resource for any human being to control is not natural resources or tools or animals or land, but other human beings. You can frighten an animal because animals are afraid of pain in the moment, but you cannot frighten an animal with a loss of liberty, with torture or imprisonment in the future because animals have very little sense of tomorrow. You cannot threaten a cow with torture or a sheep with death. You cannot swing a sword at a tree and scream at it to produce more fruit or hold a burning torch to a field and demand more wheat. You cannot get more eggs by threatening a hen, but you can get a man to give you his eggs by threatening him. This human farming has been the most profitable and destructive occupation throughout history, and it is now reaching its destructive climax. Human society cannot be rationally understood until it is seen for what it is, a series of farms where human farmers own human livestock. Some people get confused because governments provide health care and water and education and roads and thus imagine that there is some benevolence at work. Nothing could be further from the reality. Farmers provide health care and irrigation and training to their livestock Some people get confused because we are allowed certain liberties and thus imagine that our governments protect our freedoms. But farmers plant their crops a certain distance apart to increase their yields and will allow certain animals larger stalls or fields if it means they will produce more meat and milk. In your country, your tax farm, Your farmer grants you certain freedoms, not because he cares about your liberties, but because he wants to increase his profits. Are you beginning to see the nature of the cage you were born into? There have been four major phases of human farming. The first phase in ancient Egypt was direct and brutal human compulsion. Human bodies were controlled, but the creative productivity of the human mind remained beyond the reach of the whip and the brand and the shackles. Slaves remained woefully underproductive and required enormous resources to control. The second phase was the Roman model, wherein slaves were granted some capacity for freedom, ingenuity and creativity, which raised their productivity This increased the wealth of Rome, and thus the tax income of the Roman government, and with this additional wealth, Rome became an empire, destroying the economic freedoms that fed its power and collapsed. I'm sure that this does not seem entirely unfamiliar. After the collapse of Rome, the feudal model introduced the concept of livestock ownership and taxation. Instead of being directly owned, peasants farmed land that they could retain as long as they paid off the local warlords. This model eventually broke down due to the continual subdivision of productive land and was destroyed during the enclosure movement when land was consolidated and hundreds of thousands of peasants were kicked off their ancestral lands because new farming techniques made larger farms more productive with fewer people. The increased productivity of the later Middle Ages created the excess food required for the expansion of towns and cities, which in turn gave rise to the modern democratic model of human ownership. As displaced peasants flooded into the cities, a huge stock of cheap human capital became available to the rising industrialists, and the ruling class of human farmers quickly realized that they could make more money by letting their livestock choose their own occupations. Under the democratic model, direct slave ownership has been replaced by the mafia model. The mafia rarely owns businesses directly, but rather sends thugs around once a month to steal from the business owners. You are now allowed to choose your own occupation. Which raises your productivity, and thus the taxes you can pay to your masters. Value this time in your life, kids, because this is the time in your life when you still have your choices.
1: And it goes by so fast. When you're a teenager, you think you can do anything, and you do. Your twenties are a blur. Thirties, you raise your family, you make a little money, and you think to yourself,
0: What happened to my twenties?
1: Forties, you grow a little pot belly, you grow another chin. The music starts to get too loud. One of your old girlfriends from high school becomes a grandmother. Fifties, you have a minor surgery. You'll call it a procedure, but it's a surgery. Sixties, you'll have a major surgery. The music is still loud, but it doesn't matter because you can't hear it anyway. Seventies, you and the wife retired to Fort Lauderdale. Start eating dinner at two o'clock in the afternoon. You have lunch around ten, breakfast the night before. spend most of your time wandering around malls looking for the ultimate soft yogurt and muttering, how come the kids don't call? How come the kids don't call? The eighties, you'll have a major stroke. You end up babbling to some Jamaican nurse who your wife can't stand, but who you call mama. Any questions?
0: Your few freedoms are preserved because they are profitable to your owners. The great challenge of the democratic model is that increases in wealth and freedom threaten the farmers. The ruling classes initially profit from a relatively free market in capital and labor, but as their livestock become more used to their freedoms and growing wealth, they begin to question why they need rulers at all. Ah well, nobody ever said that human farming was easy. Keeping the tax livestock securely in the compounds of the ruling classes is a three-phase process. The first is to indoctrinate the young through government, quote, education. As the wealth of democratic countries grew, government schools were universally inflicted in order to control the thoughts and souls of the livestock. The second phase is to turn citizens against each other through the creation of dependent livestock. It is very difficult to rule human beings directly through force, and where it can be achieved, it remains cripplingly underproductive, as can be seen in North Korea. Human beings do not breed well or produce efficiently in direct captivity. Ah, but if human beings believe that they are free then they will produce much more for their farmers. The best way to maintain this illusion of freedom is to put some of the livestock on the payroll of the farmer. Those cows that become dependent on the existing hierarchy will then attack any other cows who point out the violence, hypocrisy and immorality of human ownership.
2: Officers positioned Grant face-first on the floor with one officer near his head, a second near his back, and a third officer standing nearby. There appeared to be a brief struggle. Then, a two-year veteran BART officer stands,
3: draws his weapon, and fires.
0: Freedom is slavery, and slavery is freedom. If you can get the cows to attack each other, whenever anybody brings up the reality of their situation, then you don't have to spend nearly as much controlling them directly. Those cows who become dependent upon the stolen largesse of the farmer will violently oppose any questioning of the virtue of human ownership, and the intellectual and artistic classes, always and forever dependent upon the farmers, will say to anyone who demands freedom from ownership, You will harm your fellow cows. The livestock are thus kept enclosed by shifting the moral responsibility for the destructiveness of the violent system to those who demand real freedom. The third phase is to invent continual external threats so that the frightened livestock cling to the protection of the farmers. This system of human farming is now nearing its end. The terrible tragedies of modern Western economic systems has occurred not in spite of, but because of, past economic freedoms. The massive increases in Western wealth throughout the 19th century resulted from economic freedoms. And it was this very increase in wealth that fed the size and power of the state. Whenever the livestock become exponentially more productive, you get a corresponding increase in the number of farmers and their dependents. The growth of the state is always proportional to the preceding economic freedoms. Economic freedoms create wealth, and the wealth attracts more thieves and political parasites, whose greed then destroys the economic freedoms. In other words, freedom metastasizes the cancer of the state. The government that starts off the smallest will always end up the largest. This is why there can be no viable and sustainable alternative to a truly free and peaceful society. A society without political rulers, without human ownership, without the violence of taxation and state... To be truly free is both very easy and very hard. We avoid the horror of our enslavement because it is so painful to see it directly. We dance around the endless violence of our dying system because we fear the attacks of our fellow livestock, but we can only be kept in the cages we refuse to see wake up
4: blam is this Raz yes Saras Raz the first 52 Saras Raz live Tuesday nights Saras Raz something that you know Bubba's gonna like angry white guy radio
0: his point of view is different
4: it's the First 52, Angry White Guy Radio. I love the content. Hey, it's The First 52, Raz with you. The first part of the, like, Constitution. This is the best you got? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry White Guy Radio.
5: Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com,
3: RadioFreeBlood.com.
6: Brothers and sisters, take a look around. We are killing the future.
8: nothing
5: more ah, truth what is truth anymore do we really even know welcome to first 52 Raz radio live.com radio free blood radio chaos We've got another night Ready to rock and roll for you, ready to to just bring it all to you. I hope you guys are ready for the information that's going to be spewed into your ears. we got my buddy uh, Scott Rickard. Looking forward to talking with him tonight. He'll be joining us about Uh, 6.30ish. Many, many topics we're going to discuss, him and I. I mean, where do we start? Where where do we start? Do we start with, uh, I don't know, some oil spills? up in Georgia and and in the Kentucky Mountains and and the Colorado River. Or maybe the Mosaic Spill here in Florida, where we've got thousands and thousands of gallons of radioactive water that went down a sinkhole into our aquifer. Thank God I don't drink the water. Although, you know, Zeppler, Zeppler Hill Springs, although that is north of the spill, so that's a good thing. We could talk about that maybe. Or maybe we could talk about how Russia is calling out the U.S. to the U.N. for its actions that, that go against the ceasefire that's going on right now in Syria and the destruction we've caused there. Or maybe, maybe we could talk about the billions of dollars we're going to send to Israel in, uh, in support of defending their nation when we can't even find an alleged terrorist plotter in our own backyard that can plant multiple bombs, detonate one or two, Get into a shootout with the police, and end up handcuffed on a stretcher with two gunshot wounds and still be alive. These are just a, a realm of things we're going to discuss. You know, because we've got a guy getting shot down at, with his broke-down vehicle by the police in Oklahoma. But yet this guy that, that, that set all these bombs up, who's planning terrorist attacks, got away with it. <laughs> and didn't even get killed in the shootout that he had with the police. I don't know. I found that kind of uh, entertaining that 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 they they keep throwing the wag the dog the the you know Operation Northwoods type operations in front of us. Now, I'm not saying that this bombing uh, was a false flag, but I mean let's let's be honest. Uh, what are we spending our our money on the fence on? What 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 are we putting? The millions and billions of dollars that we spend on defending the homeland. What is the Department of Homeland Security doing? What is the TSA doing? What is the FBI doing? How is it feasible we have an individual that travels back and forth to two countries that you know, hey, we really don't have a great reputation of uh, or, or have a good rapport with that we don't really you know communicate too well with that. Well, one of them we've been blowing up for fifteen years, but. We're not going to question or pay attention to this guy at all. He's able to build bombs, plant them, allegedly explode them, get into a firefight with the police, walk down the street carrying his gun, and he's slightly wounded. Or was he shot in the throat and we'll never really hear what he has to say? Is he going to plead insanity? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, It's frustrating, my friend, and that's... That's we'll get on that with Scott, you know. Obviously that's why I asked Scott to join me tonight is because of, of this and it's funny when it first happened and when I first saw it Sunday mornings when I first saw it. Early, you know, probably at eight, eight thirty. And I'm reading through it and I'm watching some news clips and I'm listening to the, to some of the people talking and a lot of Al Qaeda talk. A lot of this guy was Al Qaeda. Oh no, Al is attacking us. Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. Did somebody misread the script? Did, did somebody uh, forget who the bad guy is right now cuz I I mean I didn't know al-Qaeda was a was a threat of ours, right? I know ISIS and, and there's al-Qaeda inspired ISIS, I guess, or ISIS inspired al-Qaeda or 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 what is it? Do, do you even know what it is? Do they even know what it really is? That's where it gets uh kind of hinky. Kind of hanky. Where's the hanky, hinky? So we'll get into into that. I, I, again, we have some some law enforcement uh, things we want to talk about. I'm going to bring up some of these oil spills. Why why did this bombing happen? All of a sudden, you know, where where did this come out of? What are they What are they trying to 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 keep quiet? Is it the Dakota Pipeline? Is it the the oil spill in Georgia? Is it the the Mosaic meltdown here? Is it the the, the Russians calling us out? Is it the fact that more people are are, are getting shot by law enforcement? What what is it? Is it the email hacks that keep coming out that are pointing to crazy? I mean, even Breitbart, Breitbart's even reporting that uh, Colin Powell's emails were hacked. And and Bohemian Grove attendees, wait, wait, is is Breitbart really talking about Bohemian Grove? Attendees will vote against Trump. Some support third party candidates. That's a Breitbart headline. Kind of shocking, in my opinion, to see that coming from there. I don't know is it is it true is Bush going to vote for Hillary? Is that possible? Is Trump really going to be our next president? What what is going on in our world? You now, something we didn't really touch on a lot was Zika. I think I had that on my list last week and uh you know, we just had a lot going on and never really got to it. But what's going on with Zika all of a sudden uh uh, I, I saw today that, that Florida was declared you know, pretty free of Zika. That the, or, or the, I'm sorry, the Miami area. That the, that the aerial spraying of this, this toxic chemical that, that people were protesting against, left and right, worked? Is that what they're trying to say? Even though the, the, the people were protesting. Tempers flare is public, public protest spraying for Zika mosquito in South Beach. This is from last week, the 14th, six days ago. A continuous debate over aerial in- insecticide spraying to knock down mosquito-carrying Zika virus raged again Wednesday morning in Miami Beach. This was last Wednesday. Hundred and And, of course, they sprayed again on Sunday. They didn't listen to the residents. Hundreds of residents packed City Hall... For about three hours of public comment and testimony from medical professionals and government officials that ended with the city commission passing two resolutions urging Miami-Dade County and uh, Tallahassee to investigate mosquito control methods that don't include include nail, a controversial neurotoxin that has been sprayed over the beach twice now. now. Now, they don't really touch into this how... How uh, uh, our, our Skeletor, our our mayor here, our governor—sorry, not mayor, our governor of the state of Florida—his uh, wife may have some connections to this company. You now, if you, if anybody's interested in looking into that, I bet you you'll find. I bet you find that that uh, Rick Scott has some connect, or his wife has some connections to the company that's doing the aerial spraying. Why are we hiring a company from another state? Why we don't have? Mosquito control specialist in the state of Florida? That we have to hire people from another state to come and deal with it? I find that very hard to believe. Alternative uh, methods. Uh, Controversial. Commissioner's, One commissioner's motion to seek an emergency injunction to stop the spraying, which will happen again Sunday, failed. The city will also spearhead the creation of a panel of experts to evaluate alternative mosquito control methods. The discussion was peppered throughout with angry outbursts from frustrated audience members who ranged from outright Zika skeptics to residents who urged the city to place a uh, moratorium on aerial spraying and explore alternatives. Now, I I agree with the, uh, the skeptical about the Zika virus. Uh, Zika virus was not just discovered. It didn't just start shrinking heads all of a sudden and babies being born from mothers with it. Matter of fact, in the history of the disease from what I've seen, there was no connection to shrunken heads. So what's causing that? Is is are they are they using Zika and this other uh, newly found mosquito virus that we'll talk about here in a moment? Are they using that to to cover up the tracks of what Monsanto has done? Is that possible? Is that feasibly what's going on there? Are they, are they are they covering up? And you know, we'll talk with Scott about this because this is closer to him, honestly, than to me. So I'm curious to see uh, if he's seen any of this spraying. Uh, I know that they've been talking about Zika up in Sarasota, which is close to me. Uh, but honestly, I, I, I what, uh, you don't feel good for a little bit. I'm not having any kids, so I'm not really too worried about that. Oh no, it passes through sexual contact. No, you dumbasses! It's a virus. It passes the way any virus passes. So, yeah, okay, it passes through sexual contact. I know I'm behind on this. I haven't really discussed it much. I've been wanting to. but A lot of things have been going on. So I never got to it. So today, you know, of course, we never saw a, a, a vaccine come out of the Zika deal yet. They're still discussing that. What happened to Ebola? Was, wasn't was it an issue of Ebola? Wasn't Ebola going to destroy the whole entire U.S. two years ago, a year and a half ago? That didn't really work for them well because, you know, we don't get a lot of bat shit all over the place here. So it's harder to spread it. It's harder to to create a scare. So they went, we got to use the mosquitoes. Let's get with the mosquitoes. So a new mosquito-borne disease is detected in Haiti. Now, this is dated September fifteenth, two 2016. But this goes back to 2014, I believe it was. A University of Florida researcher, researchers have identified a pet, uh, patient in Haiti with a serious mosquito-borne illness that has never been reported in the Caribbean nation. Now, again, remember, they've been experimenting all through that region, through South America, through um, Cuba region, um, the Keys, with releasing these GMO mosquitoes to try to do different things with. Now, did they get carried out that way to Haiti? Known as Maymayaro virus, A M A Y A R O virus, it is closely related to big words here, Chikungunya virus, and let me spell that for you: C H I K U N G U N Y A virus, and was first isolated in Trinidad in 1954. Most reported cases, however, have been confined to small outbreaks in the Amazon. Where these cases signal the start of a new outbreak in the Caribbean region is currently unknown. Whether these cases, I'm sorry. While current, current attention has been focused on the Zika virus, the finding of yet another mosquito-borne virus, which may be starting to circulate in the Caribbean, is of concern, said Glenn Morris, M.D., M.P.H., director of the U.F. Emerging U.F. Capital U Capital F Emerging Pathogens Institute. Hopefully, we will not see the same massive e- epidemic that we saw with the Chikungunya, Ch- Dungeon, and now Zika. However, these findings underscore the fact that there are additional viruses waiting in the wings that may be that may poise threats in the future and for which we need to be watching. The case was identified from a blood sample taken in January of 2015, almost two years ago, from an eight-year-old boy in a rural in rural Haiti. The patient had a fever and abdomen pain, but no rash or con- conjunctivitis. Because facility from the UF Emerging Pathogens Institute were in the, or uh, because faculty, I'm sorry, bad reading, uh, institute were in the region during and after the 2014 Chikungunya outbreak, plasma samples were obtained from febrile children and analyzed for the presence of Chikungunya virus, RNA, using a, Genetic identif- identification technique known as reverse drive, blah, blah, blah. So, so again, why are they throwing this up? It's from almost two years ago. Why are they saying, oh, wait, wait we might be having an outbreak. Wouldn't we uh, have seen some kind of you know, sign of an outbreak at this point in time in that region? I mean, I would just have to believe that we would have some kind of clue that there was an outbreak going on and that maybe there was something we should pay attention to. I mean, what do you think? I would think, but then again I think too much maybe. Uh I, I got back a little late from, from work, so I didn't really get to update the music for tonight, so hopefully I'm not playing the same from last week. I got Scott Rickard, he's gonna be joining me about six thirty. I'm gonna take a break now. All right, we'll come back with Scott. Hopefully he'll be lined up and ready to go. And uh we'll go from there. We'll we'll really get into the bombing and, and, and the flooding or I'm sorry, not the flooding. The oil leaks, and why the pipeline in Dakota might be a problem, and why Russia is calling out the U.S. right now, why Iran's threatening to shoot uh, planes down and, and bomb things, and what the hell is going on in this world? You know, it just keeps getting crazier and crazier, and people just keep paying attention to things that really don't matter in the long run. I don't know. Hopefully, it gets better, my friends.
9: With no one else to snuggle up to But in the end We like to split again through the day We on the news constantly Killing each other Mothers and brothers Then we blame it on the man Say you gotta do it all for the struggles I'm asking the G For a better day To fill the world with peace No pain for days Shout out to all the lights still shining Cause the weight of the world Can pull the wool over your eyes Let's ride i It's life, not the street smarts. Claim the music back. It used to be art, or better yet, food. Be the soul that sold food. Two step and just groove. It's how to win, not to lose.
2: I'm my crayon out. Hold up. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? Here? <laughs> What's your name again? Sean Raz? Four Toad and Lexi. So I meant Four Toad? Sure. Aww. Poor
5: Dave. <laughs> Dave.
2: Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sound like shit. What am I? Give me a script here. Come on. I can't <laughs> do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And. Uh, Dr. Bob. It's Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Toad.
10: Hey, this is Steve from the Chocolate, Chocolate Drop, Drop. And, and if you, you haven't, haven't heard, heard the, show the show lately, here's a little, little bit of, what, of what, you've what you've been missing. <laughs> my week is over. Thank God. <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> Oh. oh, God damn.
11: see how Steve getting there, right? Steve's wicked. You say he's wicked, Steve. I slap you again. I don't, there ain't no cameras in here. Um, I don't like that. I don't know what her problem was, why she was licking people's cheese. See, black people mess it up for everybody, man. <laughs> you know somebody black to complain. <laughs> and they call me a racist. Back in the toilet, it looks like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> um, I don't like that. You ever seen a vein this big? <laughs> she ate
8: a rubber glove, and she had to have her dog. <laughs> it was insane. It was absolutely insane. Um, I don't
10: like that.
2: Saturdays, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time,
11: com and Salty Talk Radio. We talk
2: about
5: wheat. I
11: just wanted to take the time. Take the this to you myself because I think you get a bum rap. People always got something negative to say about you. I don't get it. I, get it. I mean, you guys do a great job. We should be more appreciative. We should be more appreciative. I can't believe people say you a hater just because we call for help and you came an hour later maybe you was extra busy stopping criminal acts Some even said you pulled people over because they black All of y'all do a great job keeping your scope on us and I refuse to believe you would plant some dope on us They had to be wrong if you busted in their residence They even lied and said you created fictional evidence I got to commend how you handle situations shot a youngster beat his mama and got a paid vacation I know it's Hard being you, so why would they question? In everything you do, we know it's all for our protection. Passing through our neighborhoods, spying at night, some consider it harassment and denying our rights. You had to have a good reason for attempting to hurt us, cause I know that y'all would never ever do it on purpose. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Police Man. Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Police Man Them tickets you wrote for me Costed over a grand Didn't think that I was speeding, But you got me because And since I know you Wouldn't tell a lie I guess that I was Kinda struggling So to not pay him Is threatening my freedom Thanks for showing up to court To make sure I didn't beat them. And we don't make it easy When we see y'all coming Instead of just letting you beat us We be struggling and running I know you hate it When we make you Have to use that stick Sorry. And by the way the Taser and that pepper spray Did the trick I'm still walking funny Hope my vision kicks back in I know that I was wrong, sir I'll never jaywalk again Somebody told me you was jealous Cause that car was brand new I said, the police jealous? That can never be true Maybe one day, I can be as clever as you You care about us, so you monitor whatever we do Ha! Dear Mr. Police Man Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand I know you out here in the streets Doing the best that you can If I could meet you face to face I would shake your hand Police man, why is everybody tripping, I just don't understand, I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can, if I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Pardon me, Mr. Police Man. These cuffs are cutting off the blood flow to my hands. It's amazing how you kicked that dude all in his face and beat the case, even though they had it all on tape. I know you love the people in the hood. How could you fake it? And that missing drug money, I know you didn't take it. I don't understand why people accuse you of hate. I know you only follow us to make sure that we're safe. I saw nine of y'all against one. Beating the brainless. That 65-year-old woman must have really been dangerous. Cleaning up the streets is your top priority. You qualify for this. Why would we question your authority? You only working hard following training. Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining? You got to be the closest thing I've seen to perfect. And everybody that you locked up, they had to deserve it. Yeah. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand.
7: I can't blame Michael, we're a heavily medicated society. All the drugs we take, Prozac, Effexor, Valium, I thought for the last 10 years we've been on some weird fucking drug, the whole country, a drug called fuck-it-all. What a weird fucking drug. And we're just coming out of it and we're kind of waking up, it's like, fuck it up. It's weird. It's like you're going, last thing I remember was the economy was working and there was a budget surplus. Yeah. Where's Clinton? We impeached him. Fuck! For what? A blowjob. What? Wow. Who did he blow? Putin? No. No. He got blown by a Jewish girl. Wow. He got heads from a Jewish girl? Fucking A. And they impeached him for that. Well, he lied about it. He's married. Who wouldn't? What the fuck? No, he lied about it to Congress. And those fuckers impeached him? That's like a group of lepers judging a beauty contest.
6: What the fuck? Wow, that's nuts. Oh.
7: But. And then they acquitted him. Oh, cool, and who was president next? Gore? No, Bush. He was already president. No, this was his son. Oh, the one from Florida. He's kind of cool. No, the one from Texas. Junior? Fuck. My God, he, the one who traded Sammy Sosa? Fuck yeah. How was he as president? Kind of goofy. Really, he waved at Stevie Wonder. What the fuck? Like, Wow. And then, what did he do? Well, he took a lot of vacations, and then what happened? We got attacked. By who? Osama bin Laden. The guy from Afghanistan? Didn't we used to send him weapons? Yeah, I know. We went after him, right? Yeah. Did we get him? Almost. Well, then What do you mean, almost? Well, we went after Hussein because he had weapons of mass destruction. That guy from Syria, I knew that fuck would do this. No, the one from Iraq. Saddam Hussein? Bush Senior kicked his ass. Yeah, he did. And we got him. Oh, fuck, we got him. And we found the weapons of mass destruction because he would tell you where they are. Well, they executed him. Fuck off! And did you get Ben Laden? Oh, Almost. We got four of his number threes. Okay. But he's in Afghanistan. Maybe. He might be in Pakistan. Well, let's go after him in Pakistan. Well, there's a problem there. They're allies and they have weapons of mass destruction. Oh, no. What about the economy? Well, we had to bail out the banks. Again? Fuck yeah. And now, who's the president? A black guy. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a black president and there's a Latino on the Supreme Court. There he is. Oh, my God. Who's the president? Jesse Jackson? No, his name's Barack Hussein Obama. Now you're fucking with me. Oh, God. my God. Yeah. And that's where we find ourselves today. We have an African-American, but he was not born in Africa, even though the birthers are gone. he was born in Africa. Yes, and his campaign was financed by a Nigerian prince on the Internet. Come with me, my friend. <laughs> it's like their worst nightmare would have been at the inauguration, going, Mr. Obama, you are now president of the United States. Come on! Hillary, work the booty, work the booty, work the booty. What the fuck? And you have to break his name down. It's Barack, Blessing, Hussein. We know who that is. Obama, it's an old Kenyan word for Kennedy. Cool. And the moment he was elected, Caucasian guilt dropped lower than the stock market. It was like... A brother be going, my man, could you spare a dollar? I'm sorry, my good fellow, but I voted for Obama. Good fucking luck. Take care. <laughs> like, mm. And now you have Michelle. Michelle, oh my God, girl, please. Mm. Yeah, baby. Oh. Like a combination of Jackie Onassis and Serena Williams. Way to go. She is so elegant. And she's got guns, too, which is kind of cool. But you get the feeling, as elegant as she is, if you diss her man... She will fuck your shit up. Mm. She will. She will open a can of whoop her ass. She will go from yes we can to oh no you didn't. Mm-mm. I
9: think it's so cute. And I think it's so sweet. How you let your friends encourage you To try and talk to me mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. let Tell me them, stop girl. you there Tell them, girl oh, Before you speak Ah no, no,
5: no. Alright guys, welcome I mean, back to the no, First 52 RazRadioLive.com no, Radio, no, live. radio Free no, Blood, Radio to Chaos to You know, I was listening to that Robin William bit And if you really listen to it it's kind of amazing what what comedians pick up on. You notice Pakistan was brought up in there. You notice know Syria? They were talking about taking out Syria. That video is an old video. Think about that. An old video mentioning did we take out the guy in Syria? Oh no! What? Why not? weren't we supposed to? Uh, just it. it it's so in front of us i mean really it's it's been getting ridiculous uh, over the past few weeks the way that it's just been going down and, and the way things are just spewed and just it's just all over our face it's ridiculous at how bad it's getting you know as i promised i always try to try to bring somebody who's going to hopefully have some insight to what we're seeing who who maybe maybe saw things years ago um well he was well he's working in intelligence Doing you know what he did? Uh, maybe he saw something. You know, uh, you guys all know Scott Record. He's a regular here. He's a friend of the show. You hear him on RT and Press TV and many other places. But my favorite place to hear him is right here on Raz Radio. Scott, how you doing, my friend?
1: I gotta tell you, it's my favorite place to be.
5: <laughs> uh, it's always fun when you're here with us. You know, it's, it's a good time. Uh, we we cover a lot of topic, and it it just it's fun. You know. <laughs>
1: And, and one of my favorite parts is this right here.
5: Ah, There you go. I, you said you were going to bring the beer. <laughs> Hopefully, next time you can bring it here, we'll do. have you in studio one day. That you would know, be great.
1: I, I want to do an in studio. I'm not far from you now, so let, let's do that. Let's plan
5: that. Yeah, I would love to. Anytime, my friend. You're always welcome. I, you could come be my permanent host if you're close enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
9: love to.
5: So, you know, we we got a lot of stuff to talk about, Scott. Last night in the uh, message I sent you, you know, it's not like we don't have anything to talk about. We got Russia uh calling out the US and and possibly the US causing issues with the ceasefire over in Syria. We've got multiple oil and gas spills throughout the country. Uh down here in Florida, we have the mosaic um radiation spill. And, and of course, this this crazy guy planning bombs all up and down the East Coast of uh of uh, uh New Jersey and New York. So where, where would you like to start, or would you have something beyond that you want to really touch on?
1: Well, you know, I mean, those are all good. I mean, obviously, you've got, uh, you know, what happened over the weekend uh, was pretty serious when the, uh, the Americans are bombing Syrian army, uh, you know, albeit uh, 100 more dead, uh, but, um, uh, you know, out of uh, over 100 or 200,000. But this time, directly bombed by american Australian uh, um, uh, air power they 're killing uh, Syrian soldiers directly and a lot of, lot of, uh, um, a lot of progress was being made uh, between the Americans and the Russians, and it kind of brought it right to a halt uh, uh, in the last uh, twenty four hours The Russians have uh, uh, up their campaign and uh, have just annihilated uh, some of the um, Operations that uh, were potentially uh, "quote unquote" uh, uh, Free Syrian Army, uh, but now those have been uh, directly attacked. So the, you know, in a matter of uh, what a day or two, the ceasefire came to one of the most abrupt halted ceasefires I've ever seen.
5: Now we know we know from historical uh, events, from from actual documentation, uh, from from people speaking. That the Free Syrian Army is back in the day, the 2012, 2013, the beginning uprising of of ISIS. That's where a lot of these ISIS people came from in the beginning.
1: Oh, absolutely! In fact, if you look at uh, some of the leadership, you know they were you know uh, uh, elbowing with John McCain, and uh, they were uh, you know actually John McCain violated uh, pretty much all uh, diplomatic uh, um, types of activities when he uh, crossed into the Syrian territory from. Uh, Turkey illegally entered uh, Syria and, and was photoshopped or photoshopped, I should say, was photoed in with the uh, the actual um, uh, quote unquote uh, rebels uh, that were really mercenaries for hire. And some of these guys had uh, served uh, inside of Iraq alongside uh, CIA operatives and obviously uh, had you know a lot of close ties to what had happened in Iraq. And and that was the uh, the culmination of when the Americans pulled out of Iraq, obviously, they left behind just a boatload of equipment that was being uh, controlled uh, by the uh, uh, the Shiites, and the Sunnis weren't going to have that. And the, they called the Sunni Triangle, and the, and the folks in the Sunni Triangle said, okay, now's our chance, uh, uh, and they went after all the equipment that we left behind and took over a couple of major uh, areas within Iraq and they called themselves ISIS and aligned themselves with the other mercenaries. And things got out of hand because of the mercenaries in which the Americans were trying to control just became out of control with a, uh, you know, to the nth degree. And so they were trying to figure out how they could, you know, utilize that force. And now they've had, you know, they're forced to align themselves with the, the Kurds and the YPG out of uh out of I guess uh, um, it's really out of Turkey and out of Syria, the Hasaka uh, district. But you have basically the Americans are basically reaching and grabbing at straws to anybody that they can proxy war this through. And the significance of directly bombing Syrian forces, uh, you know, in the uh, I guess in violation of the uh, of the. Um, the, the truce
5: well in a violation uh, of, of just basic common courtesy I mean that 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 is the country they are defending themselves that would be like us in the middle of a battle with Mexico and right. um, Canada decides to fly in and, and attack our troops because they you know they kind of like the way the Mexicans are thinking that's that, that's almost the exact same kind of scenario
1: yeah, that, that's a great that's a great example exactly and and the, and the part that made me just you know that uh, you, know, you mentioned during the middle of, uh, the beginning of the show with Robin Williams and all these people you know calling out these types of things, and the 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 true uh nature of uh, what's happened and the real vomiterium you know that that's going on from the State Department, then you have Samantha Power get up. I don't know if you saw her speech at the uh Emergency Council this weekend, but Samantha Power gets up and she starts blaming Russia for Americans bombing uh, um uh, uh Syrian troops that it was uh, all Russia's fault uh, and all Syria's fault that they that this happened, you know, and and just going in excruciating detail, scapegoating uh, what, you know, the, the Americans, the Australians had done. And, 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 you know, I, I would call for her to, you know, be fired, you know, put up for war crimes alongside every single one of the other people that has been involved, not only in this administration, but unfortunately. Uh, um, going all the way back to the Bush,
5: going back all the way to the Bush and the uh, who was the, the English guy, a uh, uh, Blair. Yeah. yeah, Bush
1: Blair, and then, you, know, you, don't, you can go back as far as you want. I mean, you can go back to Lyndon Johnson, uh, you can obviously uh, uh, implicate him in tons of things. Uh, Kissinger obviously has uh, held his, uh, and, and Brzezinski, you know, they've been either within it or on the sidelines uh, since the 60s.
3: Ten days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld and and Deputy Secretary Wolfowitz, I went downstairs just to say hello to some of the people on the joint staff who used to work for me, and one of the generals called me in. He said, sir, you've come in. You got to come in and talk to me a second. I said, well, you're too busy. He said, no, no. He says, we've made the decision. We're going to war with Iraq. This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, we're going to war with Iraq. Why? He said, I don't know. <laughs> He said, I guess they don't know what else to do. So uh, I said, well, did they find some information connecting Saddam to al-Qaeda? He said, no, no. He says, there's nothing new that way. They've just made the decision to go to war with Iraq. He said, I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we've got a good military and we can take down governments. And um, he said, I guess if, if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem has to look like a nail. So I came back to see him a few weeks later, and by that time we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, he reached over on his desk, he picked up a piece of paper, and he said, I just, he said, I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense's office today, and he said, this is a memo that describes how we're gonna take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran.
5: How many of those have we got, Scott? Do you think? It's all but one. All but one. We've we've taken over. We've damaged. We've done some some major uh, damage too.
1: Yeah, and check this out. You know what's interesting is I went to I went to high school with uh, Wesley Clark's daughter, Christine, and uh, he's he's uh, um, he's fully behind uh, um, Hillary right now. So uh, thank God he uh, had a, a moment of uh, of of sanity when he said this when he gave up these uh, you know integral uh, parts of the Pentagon. But uh, at the end of the day, he's just a guy, you know, he's a guy who my my father ended up, uh, um, you know, working with at Seacom and lived down the street from me. And I went to school with his daughter. But but he's he's really flip flopping when it comes to any kind of, you know, historical value and uh, and and real honor when it comes to the truth.
5: Now, you were talking uh, before I played that clip there, you were talking about the, uh, the the triangle. What did you what did you call that again?
1: So there's an area in the uh, um, like the central western part of uh, Iraq called the Sunni Triangle. Uh, they, the Sunnis um, were fairly uh, involved in running the Ba'ath party. Those are the most powerful groups. Uh, uh, you know, obviously Saddam Hussein was uh, a very uh, uh, closely tied and, and, and a part of that. And it, it turns out, you know, obviously uh, when the Baghdad group took over, there were the Shiites uh, that we put in power. And uh, uh, certainly, all the folks that uh, used to run the government in Iraq were a little bit uh, 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 upset about that, and uh, we a little took,
5: disenfranchised, maybe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and we we took uh, we took the uh, um, the Shiites and put them in outposts up in Sunni territory. Well, needless to say, when the uh, um, when the, uh, the 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 Sunnis decided that they were going to you know uh, join this uh, uh, this rampage on Syria and wherever else they could go. Uh, they were they were you know going to the homes uh, the homes of these uh, um, these Shiite uh, commanders and basically waking them up in the middle of the night and say, hey your days are numbered, brother and uh, a lot of those guys were you know uh, um, uh, subsequently uh, uh, slaughtered uh, and and put out of uh, commission so obviously there's a uh, um, uh, within Iraq uh, if you look at the really the last stand in Iraq right now is Mosul. Uh, Mosul's uh, quite a large city. Uh, there's over 400,000 people in that city in the north, uh, uh, northwestern part of Iraq. And that city uh, you know, it's heavily armed. I mean there are over 400,000 AK-47s in that city. That's how, many, that's how many weapons these guys have. And it'll be a bloodbath uh, when that city is taken by Iraq and the Americans. And you'll see, um, uh, you know, just uh, retribution, uh, because there's about probably 20,000, quote unquote, uh, um, rebels or mercenaries or ISIS, whatever word you want to give them. These guys are the, uh, um, the forces that have been controlling Mosul for the past few years. And now you have, you know, a lot of people that have cooperated with them, a lot of people who want revenge, uh, a lot of people who want uh, uh, to take out uh, on their neighbors who have cooperated with them. So... Uh, once the battle starts, it's just going to be uh, uh, just a horrific bloodbath in that city, and, and over 100,000 people will die instantaneously when that, that battle starts, and it may start by the end of the year.
5: Well, it, it really seems like they're trying to push on that. Uh, you look at that entire region. I mean, now, what would we sending? sending, uh, $16 billion to Israel? Is that the number? Maybe I'm exaggerating, but.
1: It's, it's uh, $38 billion oh, over I... 10 years. So basically, they went from three billion a year to three point
9: eight
5: billion. But everybody argues that we're not sending any money to Israel. We're not supporting it. They do all this by themselves. That's not our, you know, that's not our tax dollars going there. Why do people argue that when they're they're sitting here telling us they're doing it?
1: Um, they're not very smart, or they have an agenda. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that was kind of the answer I was looking for, Scott. <laughs> I
1: didn't want to use anything too derogatory. I didn't, I, you know, because I, I I can't uh, I, I can't. Uh, repeat anything that clinton says with the uh the basket of
5: <laughs> well you know as this election's moving forward we're seeing uh complete turmoil i don't know what to believe anymore i don't know who to support yeah. I, I i really lean towards jill uh, i'll be honest with you you convinced me a little bit some of the stuff i've seen with her uh i i i've been swayed to that side with her
1: Well, she'll be be at USF if you want to come meet her. Uh, She's coming uh, here at the end of the month and uh, be happy to introduce and be honest with you, she doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell, Uh, but at least this is the second time she's run back to back and uh, there are people learning. (laughs)
5: <laughs> yeah, I will absolutely agree with that. You I mean you look at the poll numbers right now? The Green Party is polling where the Libertarian Party used to poll at, and the Libertarian Party is is you know moving up there. And if they can get enough um, enough in the in the general election, enough of the percentage, they can get a, a big piece of the pie in four years, which is going to make a big difference uh, as you move forward. Uh, if, I, I think it's what twelve to fifteen percent. If one of the small parties gets that, then they automatically yeah. are added to the but, money.
1: I mean, well, it's because our democracy is so fair.
5: Oh, yeah. You have to. Yeah. It's <laughs> you know, so fair. You know, there were
1: 14 people on the ballot in, uh, in Russia. Just saying.
5: <laughs> well, and you know, you'd you think there was only two people on the ballot because you watch CNN or, or any of these news agencies, and they're talking about the, the debate coming up, and, and you only have two. You know, you don't right. have the top four, five, six, seven. Why are we not hearing? We know why. It's a rhetorical question. I don't need to answer that question. <laughs> right. um, so we're seeing more coming out. You shared from Political Insider the the WikiLeaks com, uh, confirming that Hillary sold weapons to ISIS. That's not really news to you or I or, no. or to anybody with a, a half a brain. But but what is? Break that story down for me. What what are they? What, what did Assange find? Well, you
1: know, Assange found, you know, uh, what I would say a tidbit. Uh, He uh, obviously uh, has access to some of these uh, emails that have been pilfered off of uh, uh, servers. And, and, you know, I I don't question the validity of it, you know, actually, because it it, it definitely fits the narrative that I know. And uh, it really, at the end of the day, if you're looking at what really happened in Libya is that you had a very small faction of, you know, less than 100 people. Who were shooting up police stations, right, and uh, this faction uh, that were shooting up police stations were backed by uh, uh, Western uh, intelligence, and when they were shooting at these police stations, they cut a deal with Gaddafi. and if you know the story of the deal, uh, Gaddafi said, I'll free those people from the prison, and he only had 12,000 people in his prison, and I'll free those individuals that you want freed, it was about 100 people, and, the, and then when they freed them, they went back to that prison that they were in, in Benghazi and actually attacked the prison, uh, uh, stole all the weapons from the prison, and, uh, um, and freed about a 1,000 prisoners, and then subsequently attacked a, a, a Libyan base. Now, let's just say uh, you're, you know, you're uh, um, uh, here in uh, uh, Tampa, and you uh, uh, go after a police station, and you uh, fire up those guys, and then you go to the Air Force base here, and you fire up those guys. I kind of think Gaddafi was kind of given a raw deal when he was uh, being accused of attacking his own people. And that's how it was sold to the Americans. And in the meantime, you know, uh, Hillary had a plan where she was going to bring in all these weapons that we had, quote, unquote, sold to Qatar. And Qatar was shipping these weapons into these, uh, quote, unquote, mercenaries, which, by the way, we had hired a guy named Mahdi el Harati. Mahdi El harati was a 20-year veteran with the CIA. He was paid $800,000 to run the forces that we put together, the mercenaries that we hired out of Benghazi, and, and, and do the ground attack against Gaddafi. Unfortunately, they had convinced the Chinese and the Russians at the UN Security Council to do a no-fly zone. So in that case, it uh, gave the Americans and their allies a uh, full right to just uh, put an onslaught on the uh, ground forces of the Libyan army, which whereby giving the uh, um, uh, the mercenaries that they hired uh, the upper hand in uh, on the ground. So so so, so
5: it, we, it would be kind of let me let me put a, a comparison here. Maybe some people might get. Uh, imagine this. Imagine if um, if people were protesting against something they didn't want. Okay, and, and it's on a, a very private land. Uh, right. that that they own and then this this group of people come in with a private security force and and attack you and sick dogs on you uh to get you off and then and then your government actually stands up for you instead of standing with that private company to right. defend you that's kind of what Qaddafi did he he stood Pretty up much. yeah where where we we see that at the dakota pipeline where we got big companies hiring private security to attack yeah, american exactly. citizens but nobody's doing anything to help them
1: well forced American citizens these are uh, native, native true people.
5: american citizens yeah
1: these are these are the people that we that were actually um uh, you know, lived through the concentration camps that the Americans built, so yeah. No, at the end and they called them reservations, like they had hotel reservations. I think
5: that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, right. They were waiting to go there. They yeah, I just, but can't I just wait wanted
1: to get my reservation.
5: Yeah, I just so. wanted to just kind of spin that connection to to it, to think of it that way.
1: Absolutely. That's a great way to think of it. Because
5: Qaddafi actually stood up for his people at that point in time. He sure did. Where our yes. where our government's not standing up for the people who, who they should be.
1: Absolutely. And to get into the arms side of it, then when the arms started coming in uh after uh, uh and the guy involved was uh, Chris Stevens who was helping to negotiate all this Now, Chris Stevens was a uh a fully uh, um a trained linguistic Arabic linguist uh, for the uh the uh the foreign service and the state department and the CIA
5: very similar to the jobs you held right not oh, exact no, much but higher level
1: <laughs> but uh but he uh, he was uh, you know very high level state department guy spoke the language very clearly uh, was well respected uh, along a lot of circles in the Arab league and he was uh, negotiating a lot of the uh, um, the arms coming in to overthrow Gaddafi. and so that quote-unquote consulate uh, in uh, Benghazi was nothing more than a a, a a sort of a boiler room for the deals coming in and out uh, of Benghazi to uh, arm the uh, um, the mercenaries. Well, subsequently, he was appointed as the ambassador for uh, Libya, uh, for the United States ambassador to Libya. And, uh, um, and, but he was still involved in the, uh, in the arms, and the arms weren't needed as much, uh, so they were being rerouted to uh, Turkey, and uh, the Turks were also within uh, um, uh, Benghazi because they, uh, they were receiving the shipments in Benghazi and then shipping them off to Turkish ports and then running them across Syrian-Turkish borders through the northwestern uh, part of Syria. So you, you had this whole arms-running deal that uh, Chris Stevens is involved in, and the, uh, the 30,000 emails that were quote-unquote deleted, uh, which, by the way, NSA has every single one of them, uh, they, uh, they know exactly what these guys were up to. They know exactly that these guys were uh, shipping arms back and forth. And, uh, and, and Chris Stevens was caught in a bad deal, and he ended up being murdered because people weren't happy with the way that they were uh, either, A, receiving cash, or be receiving weapons because some people wanted those weapons to stay in Libya, and some people wanted more money for those weapons, and some people also thought they were paying too much for those weapons yeah so was, go ahead
5: I, well i had always I had always thought that Stevens had learned that he was doing, and you and I have discussed this in the past i mm-hmm. I had always thought that Stevens figured out that what was going on wasn 't something you wanted to back, and that 's why they took him out. You have said to me in the past, no, I believe that he Knew exactly what he was doing, and he kind of got exactly
1: what he was doing. He, all, the, all the people that he, I know that he knows, he he was he was he was, he was triumphant.
5: <laughs> he
1: He was a wasn't try. He was a try to back out of it.
5: <laughs> so he did exactly what he was supposed to do, and he got exactly what he should have got. Then, in and my you opinion,
1: live by the sword, you die by the sword. In fact, I'd love to see. Now, I've said this unfortunately on some other radio shows, in there and these people are uh, very against the capital punishment. But I would really love to see the guillotine on some of these people that have caused such horrific uh, suffering across the planet. And uh, and I'm including Hillary Clinton. And, yes, the FBI, if you're listening, Hillary Clinton deserves the guillotine. So, uh, you know, and that is, you know, when it comes to that, you know, Marie Antoinette, I will uh, – uh, You know, let them eat cake is where I I leave it at that. And she's
5: not the only one in that group of of elite that that deserve that.
1: There's a long line behind
5: her. Yeah, and in front of her and next to her and probably on top of her. And God, (laughs) Half of the people that have have ruled, let's use the true meaning or let's use the true word, that have ruled this country for the past 20 years probably are in that list.
1: You're right. You're absolutely Uh, right. It's
5: sad that we can't. It's so hard to go back through history over the past 20, 30 years. And try to find somebody that 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 didn't end up attached to these the, these conspiracies, as we'll call them. Um, well, we know
1: we know uh, Kennedy didn't, but uh, he didn't. He, he his his uh, term was cut short.
5: Well, and, and that was more than thirty years ago. So, <laughs> right, true. Got me on that. And, and you, My well, is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you're you're right though, because it does go back further than thirty years. I'm just you know going to a relation of where I sit and stand, where I've been. You know, really able to remember things going back to Reagan. You now, sure. everybody chants and, and loves how how great of a guy Reagan was, but if you really uh, dig deep into it, uh, he was just uh, another puppet. He did exactly well, what he was supposed to do. I think I will
1: say this though: if you go back and you listen to debates between H. W. Bush mm-hmm. and Reagan, they they're on they're on YouTube. If you want to check it out. If you go back and listen to these guys, at least they sounded somewhat sane.
5: Well, I don't ever see HW sounding sane, first of all. I mean, no no offense, Scott. I mean you're (laughs) a smart guy, but
1: this way when he was up against Reagan, he had to. Right because he was trying to beat him. (laughs) And that's why
5: they had to shoot him in the ass to tell him to get your shit in line or we're gonna put the (laughs) bullet somewhere else. Now that's why he got shot in the ass. Otherwise, it would have wet it in the gave, head.
1: They gave him the Hinckley, you're saying. Yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> and you know what? I, I As I've said multiple different times, if...
1: So if, we can, can we coin this phrase on your show? The Hinckley? The, the, instead of the Heimlich maneuver, we can call it the Hinckley maneuver? Yeah,
5: because I think we're going to see a Hinckley m- maneuver if uh, if uh, Trump you is true. You almost
1: said maneuver. just saying. <laughs> if,
5: if Trump is true to the game, if Trump is what he claims to be... And what? he
1: won't be. He's going to fall in line and do everything the Zionists tell him to. So I, I, agree. I agree. I yeah. agree.
5: But if he is, if he really, really, really is, he will be assassinated very quickly.
1: Or he might get the Hinkley maneuver.
5: <laughs> the, exa- the Hinkley maneuver. Yeah. They might shoot him in the ass first and go, hey, okay, you know, well, next time we're cutting we your hair this. off.
1: We can fix this right away, or we can shoot you in the ass <laughs> and uh, and then come back next week. Or we're going
5: to cut your hair off if you don't really listen to us anymore, because we can't deal with that anymore.
1: See, I can't have this much fun in the news unless I'm with you.
5: Well, it's, that's why you have to have fun. You got, you know, you got people listening to, to 25 minutes of really serious thing. We gotta, we gotta break it up for a moment, and have a little fun, jokes. You know, jokes aside, it's serious stuff we're talking about. But, it is very serious. But, and, you, uh, I, agree. I agree. But you need to do that. You need to separate it for a moment. You know, we're gonna take a break here in a minute or two. we'll, we'll play another comedy bit on the way back in. Uh, but you have to that's just that's the way i like my show to flow i like to to add a little bit of fun and the personalization that you and i can have cuz we know right. each other we're friends you know we've hung out together we 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 understand how we work
1: we break bread
5: yes we do we break <laughs> we we broke bread uh so did you see that that um george hw speaking of the douchebag himself is going to be yes. voting for clinton
1: well he spoke out for clinton
5: that's I got an article here from today, the 20th it's on uh, and the
1: uh, 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 expands.
5: <laughs> newcenturytimes.com. you know, it's a smaller, you know little thing, but it says here breaking. President George H.W. Bush is voting for Hillary. Former President George H.W. Bush will reportedly be casting his vote in this year's presidential election for Hillary Clinton. This is according to a report. From former Maryland Lieutenant Governor Kathleen Kennedy Townsend, who is also the daughter of Robert F. Kennedy, so wow. that that's the report. That's the alleged. Now, of course, um, if that is true, it wouldn't I can surprise see it being true. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise at all because um, they're part of the same elite group. They're, she they're, is a Goldwater
1: girl. Yes.
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, she <laughs> was a Republican for a long, long time. Maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's time that people will realize the difference between. Uh, Republican and Democrat and, and realize the fact that they've been fooled for the past eighty years of of who really stands for what
9: they're
1: two wings of the same bird
5: well yes, but they're they're convinced and people are are, are convinced that the that the Democratic party is the party of the people the party that that is going to take care of the minorities and and uh, I, I don't know i mean it's it's scary right now what's going on man
1: well, and the Republicans are convinced that they're, uh, they're that their party is the party of the rich. So and they, that's why they vote for them. But so, then you, you got know. Donald
5: Trump, who's a rich guy out there, you know, really getting a, a lot of of the the average Joe, the the middle, you know, middle of the road income person, the the hard working uh, lawn dog, the, he's, the African-American. He's preying, he's preying,
1: vote. He's preying on a fear, doubt and uncertainty card, too. So he he basically, uh, you know, it's interesting because he he gathers up some of the most uh, uh, extremes. And, and then he also gathers up the guys that are fed up uh, as well. So uh, and, and, and he does a great job tricking them.
5: Well, and he does, but he's, he's also getting the, the Hispanic vote. It's starting to increase for him. He's, he's starting to see an increase I, in the be black willing, vote. I am willing
1: to challenge that. You I think? doubt that. Well, I guess they're, we're going to find they out. Voted, they voted predominantly, if you look at the history of that, they voted predominantly Democrat uh, alongside the uh, um, African-American vote. But the problem is is that you know, it's the... The volume of voters is very low. Uh, they don't really come out in, in in droves to vote.
5: Yeah, you know that's going to be a really interesting thing this year, especially here in Florida for us. Because I'm going to be voting. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be casting anything for presidential. Uh, not to like I said, I I, I like Stein, uh, but I, even so, there's still some things that I just I can't bring myself to. I like Johnson, but there's you know when the TPP thing came out with Johnson, I, I that was kind of. That kind of ruined it for me with him, uh, but he, I would he, like to see the party. He's, he's a
1: goofball. That guy. That guy's uh, yeah, He's got. He's got no filter. Uh, he's. He's basically. Um, to be honest with you, he's. He's. He's asleep at the wheel. Um, you know, uh, I, I know he got a kind of a gotcha moment with that Aleppo uh, uh, interview. Did you see that?
5: No, I have not.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't fair because of the way that they transitioned. They were talking about one topic and then the, the the reporter just goes well what about Aleppo and he goes
5: oh yes i did see that clip he was like what
1: is like, what do you mean Aleppo what the, Is that some kind of an acronym or something what are you talking about you know so but you know once once he say, explained what it was he was like oh yeah yeah yeah
5: okay well that's it. why you have advisors as the president you don't need to know everything i mean you can have people that can know what the hell you're they're talking about oh wait a
1: about. second I, I tend to say no because <laughs> uh, yeah you do need to know a little bit more than the average bear because those advisors will misguide you over and over again cuz that's the worst part of our government of the advisors.
5: <laughs> Unfortunately that is very true and and, and you know we, we we see Trump moving up in the in the polls and, and, and his
1: advisors are the worst. His, you know.
5: his are going to be horrible. It's going to be uh, if if anything it's going to be a enjoyable destruction.
1: He he has chosen Mike Flynn as his uh, right-hand man on national security. Who is the heroin opium king of Afghanistan, and who ran the Defense Intelligence Agency? So there you go. Uh, here, insert puppet strings here.
5: <laughs> That's amazing how it works, man. It really it scares me way too often. Uh, you good to stick around till about uh, eight forty or seven forty-five?
1: I will give you what you need, sir.
5: Excellent. Let's take a little break here, and uh, when we get out of that, Scott and I will continue to babble about what we like to babble about, which is uh, hey. Maybe what might save your life one day. You're listening to First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos.
6: Stay with us, you're gonna be alright. Look at me! Hey! Hey! Ah! Gonna be alright! Don't worry about it. Documents, you You're gonna be good.
8: If you have a golf ball size consciousness, consciousness, when you read a book, you'll have a golf ball size understand, understand. And when you wake up in the morning a golf ball size wakefulness wakefulness. but if you could expand that consciousness then you read the book more understanding and when you wake up more wakefulness it's consciousness as i walk through the valley
12: of the shadow of death i take one look back and i hold my breath I know this is the time when it really doesn't matter No more pain, no more struggle as I climb Jacob's ladder Will the universe greet me? Will I be forgot? Will my spirit live on as I let my flesh rot? I try to find the life fight in the new world And I died front lines like a motherfucking soldier Please be unto me, I'll praise unto you I hope one day that our children stand true And take pride in the fight for the red, white and blue Don't let us die in vain, revolution's overdue We do it the you they do it for the power We fight for our republic So we'll never run and cower As long as we're united We're never overpowered All that really matters How we live our final hour The imminent attack, shocking off propaganda. Act but don't react. The clouds drop around me, drown me in pitch black. Now I'm really at the point where nothing really matters. Suddenly I find myself in a field of white matter with the sun shining bright. I'm By the light, I lay my guns down. Not a single need to fight. I'm still a bit confused. Why can't I let it go? I do my time like a man till the end of the show. I'm losing control, my desire to know the things I left behind and the stories I'm told. I try to forget, but it's burning my soul. I feel the sunlight fading, and it's cold as snow. Am I in heaven or hell? Only God truly knows. The only thing that matters what you reap is what you sow. I'm a soldier of freedom, death isn't released. Body shredded to pieces, and my eyes can't see. Burn a white fire, but my heart still beats. I was given a choice: take a step to the light, or take a big step back and continue the fight. Now my vision's coming back, and I can hear the warfare, the sound of battle cries, the smell of death in the air. I hope. To see a time when it really doesn't matter. When victory is mine, I can climb Jacob's ladder. Ignorance is bliss, lies are really sadder. A million tons of truth, my bones will never shatter. All that really matters, I'll fight another day. I've seen the gates of heaven, but I had to walk away. My mind elevated, I finally understand. It wasn't by my will, it was all God's plan.
4: Is this Raz? Yes. Saraz. Raz? The First 52. Saraz. Raz? Live Tuesday nights. Saraz. Raz? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry White Guy Radio.
0: His point of view is different. It's
4: the First 52. Angry White Guy Radio. I love the content. Hey, it's the First 52. Raz with ya. The first part of the, like, Constitution. This is the best you got? Something that you know Bubba's going to like. Angry White Guy Radio.
5: Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m. RazRadioLive.com. RadioFreeBlood.com. It's the end of the world, guys. (laughs) It's the government lies. It's the poison in the
13: water, than the media.
11: of the chemicals they got you the this tyranny is medical Shots, military generals masqueraded your doctor Pills become bullets, then they poison your water. A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter. till men in masks come for your wife and your daughter. Whoa, oh, now what? Here they come for the guns. And God and demons disguised as priests and nuns. Time to run, with no place to go except Honduras, with a man called Torto Jones. Skull and bones, and the skies with robot drones. Check the infrared radar for UFOs, silver and gold. Behold, the weather's controlled by genetically. Modified hybrid clones built and focus With subjects under mind control Injected and observed In the combat zone Now come on It's the guys, skies It's the lies It's the poison in
10: the
13: water Then the medias
6: To while you're sorting through these lines Buffing off from hell to hide When you light a smoke flow Riding your water steroids, and In your yoke It's an ongoing joke Government control
11: America is the greatest country in the world
0: diversity and opportunity Lewis
7: uh, freedom and freedom so let's keep it that way
2: well why is America not the greatest country raised- in the world professor that's my answer you're saying yes you're- Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is... There is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, twenty-seventh in math, twenty-second in science, forty-ninth in life expectancy, one hundred and seventy-eighth in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four in exports. We lead the world Sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed. We cared about our neighbors. We put our money where our mouths were, and we never beat our chest. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we We were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. Enough? You cannot
5: escape from the cages you cannot see, my friends, until the day you realize there's more going on around you than what they tell you is going on. You will never, ever be able to get away. You will never be able to escape it. We aren't the greatest nation anymore.
11: Allow me, me. to display if I made I'm ready to start. So well, okay, I've been held for several years. I is been it been okay swam
5: to, swam to love your country and but love but your you nation?
12: Yeah.
5: you should. You should want to to stand up for what you believe in. You should want to to have patriotism. You should want to care about the people that live in your country, but you should also care about the people who live in other countries around you. That's why I like that that little clip there. It gets you thinking. Next to the curb, not fresh get you thinking. Scott, what do you think of that little clip there from the newsroom? The
1: language on this program, for God's sake.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how he just hits it right at home, though, man.
1: Hey, so uh, I got to say, though, you know, uh, I, I mean, uh, I, what? when was this country the greatest country in the world? Now, I'm not trying to slam America. Don't get me wrong. I think that there's some magnificent things that have come out of this country. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the greatest country on the planet, let's see. I'm trying to figure out when that might be.
5: Oh, God. Uh, not not uh, not any time in my lifetime. Probably not in your lifetime. Probably not in my father's lifetime. I'd say probably my grandparents' lifetime would, would be about when this country, which we're talking 70, 80-year-old people, uh, would be about when this country actually could hold that um, – that 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 position
1: okay so let's let's go let's go what makes it greatest? is it greatest because you know there was economic there was a a global sort of uh, um i guess consensus on on which country you were going to attack uh you know i mean when i think about what might have been the greatest it might have been in the early 1800s before the Americans got in bed with the, uh, the French and the British to start taking out the Spanish.
5: So before the Industrial Revolution?
1: Yeah, well, and, and then obviously that's considered a great part of the, uh, the nation because obviously through the, uh, the backbone of, unfortunately, the Chinese and, uh, and the, uh, um, the, the Irish, you had the Irish, you also had the oligarchs. Uh, at that time, in 1850s, you had Cornelius Vanderbilt who was the richest man in the world, you know, so and maybe at that time, uh, from a financial perspective and from an industrial perspective, you know, maybe that was the greatest, but, they, you know, it's more economic, you know, the kinds of atrocities that we see today were going on then, you know, the, the things that uh, were done to Nicaragua in the 1850s, uh, albeit not on the grand scale of what we see today, right? Because you know you could you could do a lot with a hundred heavily armed men.
5: Oh, and let's attacking. not for, let's not forget the U.S. government attacking its own soldiers during the protest. Um, uh, what was that? That was the early 1900s, late 1800s.
1: Sure, uh, um, when uh, when they were attacked uh, after the uh, War. after World War One, uh, mm-hmm. and they were they were holding these uh, uh, what they call those bucks. Uh, they had. Uh, um, basically veteran bucks that, uh, were, uh, you know, indebted, uh, the government was indebted to the soldiers and they were basically fighting for their own. And, uh, you know, you had, uh, many, uh, uh, many, even, you know, senior leadership within the Marine Corps who understood, uh, that, uh, you know, the government was, uh, really not treating his people well. And, and, uh, and, and they basically attacked a bunch of veterans on the, uh, on the lawn in front of the Capitol, the White House, and the and the, and the memorials there. So, yeah, it, it, when was the greatest part? I mean, for me, it was probably before we got in bed with the French and the uh, um, and the uh, the British, and uh, uh, it was probably the, the time that we aligned ourselves with the French to overthrow the British uh, in this country, and then and then it, unfortunately it was short-lived.
5: Scott, I want to have a conversation with you. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to get into Kaepernick or, or the, the protests we're seeing in the NFL, but the question I'm going to ask you is going to revolve around some of that. Okay. Um, patriotism, nationalism, and statism. Right. I, I would like to hear you give me a breakdown of those three terms and, and which one is good and which one's bad.
1: Okay, so they're all a form of racism, unfortunately. And uh, when you have uh, the 1850s, the school system was actually modified in the United States to make us more loyal and obedient to our government. It was modified uh, to be based upon what the Prussian military had, and we had advisors from the Prussian military actually helping us build our school system. So when you look at uh, patriotism, every country's got to have its own loyalty in order to... uh, you know, obviously, uh, defend itself, but at the same time, it's taken advantage of by the oligarchs, and the oligarchs, uh, uh, you know, mislead and misguide uh, the patriots. And unfortunately, and the, they mean well. My father meant well when he went to Vietnam. You know, he didn't. He didn't mean to go over there and uh, support the uh, initiatives that should have never been supported. He thought he was doing the right thing. Everybody after 9/11. Uh, uh incident or event that was uh, um, uh, perpetrated on the United States was uh, um, was not uh, you know uh, uh, unthoughtful when they thought they were going to go defend their country against you know this uh, this mythical uh, um, you know uh, uh, terror uh, that uh, um, they thought that they were going to protect terror. their country from so I mean and they're being they're being very patriotic but uh, also they're being heavily uh, misguided so there's a fantastic documentary out there i may have mentioned it on your program before it's called the lottery of birth uh it's a great great documentary and it talks about basically everything you know is a lie and it was taught to you because you were basically put in your country your respective countries to basically be extremely loyal to your you know your initiatives within that country and and we all do it i mean i had guys when i I remember one of the significant events of my life I went through survival training in Spokane, uh, Washington, and uh, there were guys that uh, went into this training, and it was the most uh, emotional, um, the most, uh, uh, I guess, uh, patriotic uh, events of their lives. And they used the American flag as a as a means of uh, a sort of comfort and saviorship uh, during the whole sort of indoctrination. And some of the guys were crying and. You know, they, these were mock interrogations, mm-hmm. and uh, guys were actually t- crying uh, during these mock in, in, interrogations. Now, I kind of, you know, I'd been in the military my whole life. My dad was military, and I was military, so I, I thought of it as kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe these guys are, you know, these are, these are grown men, you know. I, I thought they were old. I was only like 18 or 19. These guys were 25 <laughs> and 30, and I thought, boy, these guys are crying. I mean, like, what a bunch of babies, but you know that's what it is i mean and they were they were so in my opinion they were so uh you know easy simple-minded individuals that it was was that easy to control this particular human race and that's what they're up against you know you have societies that are very good about training their people
5: yes and and that's uh, you know in the very beginning of the show today uh you know prior to the, the start of the show i always play some different things and i played uh uh, a docu, or a little ten minute documentary, or thirteen minute documentary called "The Story of Your Enslavement," and it discussed how you cannot escape from the cages you cannot see, and, and it was all about the human. I ex-
1: thought that was your voice.
5: No, that was uh, um, uh, uh, M- Mueller Mueller Muller.
1: That guy's got a great radio voice, like uh, Sean
4: Rass.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but that was just uh, it, it. It makes you think. You got to really grab on to what's being said now i got a little minute 24 clip here that 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 brought me to this conversation and now we're we're spinning here just so you know where i'm going scott uh, i want to get into the the bombings this weekend uh and and some police brutality stuff and and just basic basic uh freedoms and rights and patriotism all right that's why i started with that so let's just uh, you might have seen this video but let's start with this
10: I salute Colin Kaepernick. I fully support him. Fully and completely. That's why I served my country, so that you have the freedom to protest. If we don't like protesting, what's next? I don't have to agree with him, but I'll still respect his right to do it. And everyone should respect that. He shouldn't be booed. And who's he harming? When I was governor of Minnesota. The Dems and Repubs tried to nail me. You know what they did? They passed a law requiring the Pledge of Allegiance for all public school children. I immediately vetoed it. You know why? Because governments should not mandate patriotism. Governments earn patriotism. You earn that. Who mandated patriotism? The Germans in the 1930s. They mandated patriotism. That's what we want to be. We want to build walls now and be East Berlin. That's the direction of the United States today. I salute Colin Kaepernick for having courage, a man of his convictions, and he's also putting a million dollars, putting his money where his stance is. Good for him. Whether I agree with him or not is irrelevant.
5: I think that's one of the greatest stances I've heard and and. What he points out is the same thing you'll see in North Korea, the same thing you'll see in China, the same thing you'll see in some of these other regions that, that are, are, you know, Saudi Arabia. They they force you to love them or they kill you.
12: Right. Well, there's, there's,
1: I, I agree with that, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's, I got a little uh, side note. A friend of mine, he was a Morse code intelligence uh, um, uh, an, uh, collector and uh, analyst. In the Air Force, uh, he's a writer uh, for the uh, the Portland Paper, uh, and he covers politics in Maine. Uh, and uh, he's basically in Aurora, Maine, most of the time. And and, and this guy, uh, he when when um, uh, Jesse Ventura was uh, um, governor of Minnesota, he actually was a Maine reporter covering Jesse uh, his entire uh, uh, governorship. Right. And and every time I hear uh, Jesse Ventura talk, and I got to tell you, from a a, a sanity perspective, you know, this is probably, it takes a world wrestling, you know, fake wrestling guy, unfortunately, to bring sanity to American politics. (laughs) I
5: mean,
1: what has this world come to, you know? And and even
5: scarier, though, think of this, Scott. Even scarier is the fact that the guy running for president was involved in wrestling. Antics at one point in time.
1: Oh no, no! no that guy, that guy has nowhere near the uh, the kind of poise and uh and uh wait, you you
5: say... don't remember Donald Trump tackling uh, Vince McMahon and getting in the wrestling yeah, thing to I promote his that, shit? Yeah. But this is this is uh President Camatro. Ka- you know, this is this is idiocracy uh, upon it us.
1: Idiocracy. It's it idiocracy. It, what us. do you mean, water from the toilet? <laughs> yeah,
5: you want to drink that? It's got electrolytes, man. <laughs> it makes you think
1: but but the guy's name and and he's a good writer he's actually doing a good job with politics in uh in uh, maine Uh, got a sane voice in this country his name is scott thistle and uh certainly uh there are it's few and far between there you won't see thankfully jesse ventura does still make it into mainstream media we got for god's sake yeah that was a bit that was
5: a business insider video i played so that's like a pretty big one uh you know he's He's uh, I've been following Jesse for about six, seven years since he's really got into this this whole thing. There's some things I don't agree with. Uh sure. You know, he thinks solar radiation management or G or chemtrails is bullshit, as well as uh, uh Joe uh, um, uh, what's his name, Chet, the the fighting guy. Um, why can't I think? Uh, of
1: it? Are you talking about another WWE guy?
5: No, uh, Joe uh, Joe Rogan. Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan doesn't yeah, believe yeah, yeah, in yeah, geoengineering yeah, yeah. or chemtrails either. And, you know, I know you kind of bounce around on that stance yourself, but that's okay. I, I, I don't,
1: I don't, I know that they have the capability to put stuff in the sky and they do a lot to control different things, whether they're poisoning us or not or making us more uh, complacent. You know, think about it. You know, they used saltpeter uh, in the concentration camps, they used uh, saltpeter in our prisons. Uh, you know, are they using something in the skies? You know, I can't. Put my finger on it. I heard a bunch of inklings here and there. But at the end of the day, if I don't get any concrete evidence, I just don't jump on any bandwagon so easily. Hey, and, and don't there's, forget. are too, too many bandwagons to get on that have a whole lot more weight to them. Uh, don't
5: forget, my friend, Hitler used fluoride in the water to docile his, his, his concentration we camp. we plenty them. of that in our water. <laughs> that. Many, 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 many millions of gallons. Oh, wait, Mosaic. Uh, wait, the phosphate mining. Where does the the fluoride that goes in the water come from? Oh, it comes from phosphate mining. Because it's not a true fluoride. So Mosaic just dumped all this crap. Oh, I don't even want. To, don't even go. I, I started with the patriotism, nationalism, statism thing. Let's let's go back to that because <laughs> I, I'm trying to spin into something here. I, I'm really trying to to spin a, a specific subject here. That's good. Good. Um, when we when we see uh, this gentleman getting f- shot down in, in Oklahoma. Or, uh, yeah, uh, Tulsa, yeah, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, you know, hands up as he's walking back to his vehicle. We really can't hear what's being said. There's some there's some angles that are questionable. Uh, there's some situations, but we, we find out in the end the guy broke down. Uh, he had no weapons. Uh, why he was acting erratic or, or, or crazy, we're unsure. But we have a guy that plants 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, maybe 10, 12, 13, Ah, uh, pipe bombs and pressure cooker bombs all up and down the East Coast. Uh, gets into a shootout with police after they, you know, track his fingerprints and find out that this is the guy. And they, they go, they go after him and they try to track this guy down. He gets into a shootout with the cops, shoots at the cops, turns around, walks down the street carrying his gun, no big deal, just like nothing happened, and ends up on a stretcher on mainstream media, on a stretcher, completely conscious with a little bit of blood coming out of his shoulder and some blood coming out of his leg, to be brought to the hospital to be, have surgery and walk away. But yet the average citizen's going to be gunned down in a matter of seconds. I'm just trying to figure out you know, what's going on here. Do you have any opinion of this whole scenario? Well,
1: okay, so I, I, haven't, I haven't gotten into any of the, uh, the depth that I, I, I think you're trying to take me, but I'll say this. I will say there's a guy who's done some pretty serious things uh, with some uh, some uh, arsenal. They apparently found some stuff at his place, uh, according to the news reports. Let's see,
5: remember, he's been in Afghanistan and Pakistan a lot over the past few years.
1: He's an Afghan kid. Uh, obviously, if I were Afghan, I wouldn't be too happy about what the Americans did to me either. Well, wow, we didn't
5: do anything in Afghanistan. What are you talking yeah. about, Scott? We were very polite to Afghanistan as we went in and killed you know, half their country.
1: Yeah. So I would be pretty upset. They call this blowback, uh, unfortunately, um, in the CIA, and it happens because you can't go into a country and kill somebody's cousins or brothers or sisters or moms or dads or, or, or children and uh, expect them not to be a little upset about that. So uh, if everything we see in the news is somewhat, uh, um, uh, I guess, uh, uh, real, uh, it looks like this guy was not very smart. Uh, he was obviously caught on 3000 different cameras as he was, uh, walking around. Obviously doesn't know anything about, uh, the surveillance, uh, technology in New York. And so, ab- absolutely, uh, uh, potential for this, uh, really high. Uh, um, obviously, I, uh, is it terrorism? No. It's people who are pissed off that the Americans have killed their family members and, uh, People are pissed off that Americans have uh, uh, been involved in destroying their countries, and, uh, and if you don't want that to happen, stop killing their family members and stop uh, destroying their countries. And then
5: they won't come here to try to kill your family members. So listen, listen. Yeah. I, I'm no, I'm no, uh, you know, bomb expert, uh, but I, I'm not a, a fucking idiot. So, right. so if I was, if I, I absolutely
1: can attest to that. You are not a fucking <laughs> idiot.
5: <laughs> if I was going to go try to kill some people or or do some harm, uh, the last place I would ever stick a bomb, and maybe that's because I have some military experience, but the last place I would stick a bomb is in a big steel container with an open top, because your blast is going to go straight up. You're going to do very minimal damage. You're not going to hurt that many people. Right, you know, you're not well, going
1: needless to say, this guy was caught on three thousand cameras. So no, I today's... understand
5: that. I, I'm not denying that this guy was not caught. What I'm what I'm trying to evaluate is his intelligent level, and very low. and and who who was controlling him, who was um, helping him.
1: Absolutely, no. I I know exactly where you're going. I mean, I don't know anything about that, but I can tell you, it's very easy to. Uh, guide the dumb
5: yes and and you look at uh mutaba mutalab uh, that that did yeah, the yeah, underwear bomber
1: example one of my favorite examples
5: the shoe bomber both them complete total retards all right yeah, you got brother. the underwear and the shoe bomber both guys had no clue what was going on uh were just following the orders was this was this a drill that right. went active you know that that's the big question when you see these kinds of events was See this... my
1: favorite. You you brought up one of my favorite ones is Mutala. See now for for the listeners that don't know about the underwear bomber or the Christmas bomber or whatever he was called, he was the guy that was caught flying from Skippel to the United States in Detroit on a Northwestern flight with
5: Kurt Haskell on board.
1: With, with uh, yeah, with Kurt Haskell on board, who has kind of turned out to be a little bit of a uh, um. Uh, uh, he's, he's a little bit out there sometimes
5: Well, you know, if your country tried to kill you Wouldn't you, you know, look to yeah, the worst?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree, I agree But but anyway, uh, you got this kid Who walks through an airport Which, by the way, the surveillance in that airport 3,000 cameras type of uh, uh, mentality Had every picture of Mutalib And the person who walked him through the airport Now, have we seen any of those
5: pictures? Of course not
1: Absolutely not, not Because that, that camera system was controlled by Mossad so, at the same time, you had this kid you know who believed that he was going to take this little underwear bomb that would barely blow up a uh, a pepsi can mm-hmm. or a coke can, whichever you prefer, and really probably singed his nuts pretty bad and uh um and ends up in in prison and admits to being a terrorist because he's a young kid, and uh he was probably duped into it when he got to yemen, which by the way, the Americans, the Brits, and pretty much every Western intelligence has been down there subverting that government for uh uh decades upon centuries
5: Yeah, i so don't think the coal is a true story either
1: yeah well that may be that may be true as well but at the end of the day you have a kid who's on the phone with his dad in nigeria from uh from england and from uh the united arab emirates talking to his dad clearly saying that he's going to join the uh um, the, the rebels or the al qaeda or whatever you want to call them in uh, yemen and when he gets off the airport gets off the plane at the airport in, uh, in Sana'a, you know, he's, 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 he's hugged and greeted by people who convince him that he's going to put on this thing and go on a plane. And these are not individuals who had anything to do with al-Qaeda. They're people who were obviously uh, uh, what I call flypaper for uh, um, individuals that they can easily guide. And they guided this poor young kid into his uh, demise where he sits in prison on the, uh, the border of, uh, of uh, Michigan and Ohio right now.
5: Which brings us to this, this most recent shoot, or this most recent terrorist attack, or I, I don't even know if they've classified it as that yet. But I'm we sure see, they have. we see this guy, um, you know, kind of you know, Muslim looking, yeah, he's got that look to he's him. He's an Afghani, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, he looks Muslim. I'm not denying that. But, um, you would think that if, uh, if the average, you know, 17 year old black kid, is going to get gunned down in a matter of seconds with no weapon on him, a guy that's shooting at cops would not be alive at the end of the shootout.
1: Yeah, you know, that's a good point. You know, I mean, I got to tell you that, you know, there's a... um
5: I mean, alive and conscious if on the stretcher, Scott. You
1: got video footage of the actual gun thing, gun down situation, which I'm sure there's plenty of it from the police side. If they've got
5: 3,000 video cameras that, that found they this gotta guy. got have
1: some on those cars. Although,
5: doing, although, fire, although, mean, this, although this happened in a very small town in New Jersey, kind of funny that it happened that way.
1: Yeah, uh, well, New Jersey has its own little problems, I'm sure. Well, I grew up but, uh, in Jersey, I know. <laughs> I went to high school there and, uh, Needless to say, a lot of those guys ended up in the mob.
5: <laughs> well, I yeah, I I, uh, I grew up in Jersey, so I yeah, trust me, I know.
1: <laughs> what exit? <laughs> uh,
5: I was South Jersey, dude. I was right outside Cherry Hill, about uh.
1: Tom's River. Uh,
5: well, I went to Lakehurst a lot because I was a sea yeah. cadet, so I spent a nice. lot of time in Lakehurst. My my armory when I was in the National Guard was in Tom's River on Route Nine there. <laughs> so I, I know the area, but I was more inland. I was. You ever hear Adco Raceway? Sure, I I lived about four miles from Adco Raceway.
1: We used to go dirt biking down in the pines down there.
5: That's where I dirt biked all the time, four wheels in my Jeep. Oh, I loved it growing up there, my friend. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a good, good time. All right, so back to back to death <laughs> and destruction. You know, we can't we can't be happy and go lucky all the time. We got to have some death and destruction that we're covering. Okay. All right, so back to this this idiot up in New York, New Jersey. So this guy is capable of. Uh, of planting multiple bombs I think we're up to eight or nine along the whole coast there that they're accusing him of planting. right uh, two at least went off the 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 one in the dumpster and the one in um, in a trash can, a pipe bomb uh, allegedly went off down in South in middle New Jersey area. Um, this guy then gets into a firefight. he, he continues to live. Uh, he, he's arrested he's taken in. And, uh, again, I'm just trying to figure out how that happens when we have um, black, white, Mexican, doesn't matter, getting gunned down with no weapons being found, but yet a suspect in a bombing is, is captured, conscious, on the stretcher, with no c- problems.
1: It just doesn't seem fair.
5: No, it doesn't seem fair, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were talking about fair or unfair. I thought we were trying to figure out what the f- fuck no, you know,
1: i don't know I, I know where you're going with this and i gotta tell you that for me you know if i don't have footage and i don't see you know it obviously you know they you know uh it would be great if uh if the coleman brother uh, the coleman brothers were filming it <laughs>
5: <laughs> kind of <laughs> but, like nine eleven. no
1: <laughs> but i don't get that you know and and and, and it's not as if you know you got to be there and see it and and figure it out for yourself because i I, all these conspiracy theories that come out of these shootouts—it's just
5: well, this is it's got, this is nothing I've got from anywhere. This is all just my me looking at the situation. I, I don't. No,
1: I get it. I, I get it. No, it, I, it I, doesn't I'm make on, sense. I'm on board with your thought process. You know, how does this guy survive when other people are you know you know checking the air in their tires and they're dead?
5: Right. You, know. you, you got the guy that broke down in Oklahoma.
1: Right. No, I got it. I got it, the relationship. to That It doesn't I, I, add I,
5: up, man. What? It just—I don't get it. Was this—was this guy working for the CIA? Was he part of it? How how do you just walk away from that? How do you—how do you shoot at police and still live and
1: survive? Right. Well, Neil, you you got—you make a great point. Um, You know, maybe—and I'm—I'm taking a big maybe here. You know, uh, (laughs) the, the police in Oklahoma have a little lower IQ than the police in New Jersey. I'm just saying that. I'm not, I'm not trying to give Jersey any props here.
5: <laughs> I don't know. I know the cops. I know a lot of cops in Jersey, man. Let's not push it too far here. <laughs> I mean, I don't travel up there anymore, so I'm willing to say that.
1: <laughs> but that's all I got, man. I, I You know, it is, it is miraculous. Um, I'll give you that. It is uh, um, odd, uh, but I don't... Uh, um, i did see some of the photos uh, but i would be more interested in seeing the the uh um you know the 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 what do they call that uh, the videos on the uh the dash cams so
5: right.
1: yeah let show me the dash or cam.
5: the body cameras or something yeah, along those go to the ones.
1: body cam or the dash cam and, and, and look at this uh, over and over again
5: well, they'll probably say oops sorry we turned those off that night that was we weren't required to wear those that evening I mean, yeah. that could be what we hear on that one. It, it is scary. It's like,
1: it's like the cameras that were, uh, um, uh, you know, shooting bin Laden that we never get to see as well.
5: Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. Who killed yeah. bin Laden? Is he really dead or did he die in 2001 of kidney oh, disease? That
1: was definitely a double that we were uh, um,
5: chasing in, for in nine injunction. years.
1: We were using injunction with uh, Pakistani and uh, British intelligence to, uh, once again, fly paper, he uses fly paper for the... Uh, um, the quote-unquote Al Qaeda um, uh, broom that we were sweeping across the uh, the region. So I, you know, it, it had absolutely no. I it, that had the fact that Obama believes that he took down Bin Laden doesn't surprise me because I'm sure they wouldn't tell the president. Oh, hey, by the way, that guy he was just a double we were using to fool people.
5: Yeah, well, no, they're not going to tell him that, and and no. it's it bothers me it's like this whole trump this whole thing coming out with trump i still believe obama was born you know in kenya i I don't believe obama's birth certificate's true and and that's come up again this week and of course it's it they they've actually proven that hillary's the one that started even though she tried to reverse it on him you know not to get back into you know crazy political stuff but it's the truth
1: right well i think i honestly uh, believe that uh that hillary was actually uh born in kenya as
9: well
5: (laughs) (laughs) oh you know i don't know if she quite has the complexion for that but you know we can go with that let's go with that
1: i'm pretty certain i got my i got my sources
5: you got sources saying it right
1: (laughs) yeah i got some i got some uh photoshop birth certificates and all kinds of stuff
5: as long as you got the sources it must have happened
1: i think it happened
5: All right, guys. Well, you've been listening to the first fifty-two. We got Scott Rickard. Scott, I love you, my friend. I appreciate your time tonight. Uh, as usual, it was a blast. I, I love working with you, my friend. We're gonna... I-, I
1: need to spend a weekend down in the, down in your, your locale, man. We need to spend some time together.
5: You're always welcome to come down. Crash you let me know when.
1: Officially canceled.
5: <laughs> Not this year. It won't happen this year, but it will happen again soon. I, I really want to do a cruise or something. Uh, but, yeah, you're welcome, dude. Let's let's talk some more and we'll get you down here, all right? Sounds great, man. All right, peace out, my friend. Scott Rickard. Cheers, um, brother. Thanks, man. I, I love having him join us. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, I want to thank Scott yet again. Make sure you check him out on RT, on Press TV, figure out what's going on, how you can help him, how you can help us. And just think, my friends. Use your fucking brain and think for yourself because there's a lot more going on in this world than I think any of us really get.
14: What it takes, but it takes a long time In the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Of the unknown, please don't go And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home but well, right from day one, I've been in this alone with arms stacked against up and drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Ali, don't ever a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, Now's time to connect It's an SOS, the death's been sent wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us, in the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode. Moving free, unguided, through the beautiful, the and the light shone from a past The whole world is moving free and guided through the beautiful the silent with the light shone from a
11: passing UFO lost in the glow of the unknown. These don't go. Love you guys so much. Thanks. First 52's the bump
5: diggity. <laughs>